Greetings guys, welcome now to the brand new episode of Redemption from Norton. I'm your host Mr. Yasmin Fihan and joining me once again is Kai and Lee. How are you doing Kai and Lee? Hi, I'm fine actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, it's been a long time man. I think the last yeah. I did with Kai because we did the, was it the top 10 film of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. And Lee, I think yeah, you and I, we did, uh, what was it, uh, Surf Ninja or did we did also something else? Surf we definitely did Surf Ninja. Yeah. I think it's been a long time. Yeah. Yep, it's been a while. I also like to apologize to our listeners and viewers that um, we've been busy a lot. With, you know, I could not even create more episodes after the top 10 episode. And we feel, you know, because things already got changed. Like, you know, I know like in this country now, the COVID things is now is different. More people now are getting more free time to do stuff. And... I'm basically doing the same thing as usual yeah. on Saturdays. So, if, yeah. <laughs> and the, the thing is, for, for, the, the thing is, for me, for example, my my friend circle yeah. is still like disconnected. Uh, they are living some someplace here, someplace yeah. there. Most of them gotten children uh, throughout the year, so it's it's very difficult to get together at, at that point. Yeah. So at yeah. that point, we were saying like, let's stick with the zoom meetings yeah. so it's we're basically yeah. doing the same thing as yeah we're uh, gonna grow up and have children and we'll see less time <laughs> that's uh, everyone knows becoming a parent right now i mean who recently just announced he's becoming a, a parent uh who because i know the last person i heard was the wrestler alexa bliss he announced he's becoming a mom has it anyone else from like a gaming industry someone came out and said he's, they're going to be a parent Oh, I mean, I'm sure. Uh, Rihanna, Dan, what's his name? Uh, Danny, who sometimes who used to be on uh, G4. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, um, what's good game? What's his name? Rihanna, Rihanna, I think Manuel. Oh. Yeah, you know her. She, mm. uh, she announced that she and Dan are having a baby. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. What happens when you get older? Everybody yeah. has babies. Yeah. <laughs> Adobo, this isn't in the podcast explaining where do babies come from. That's another podcast. <laughs> we should have... So you are trying to so you're trying to branch out. <laughs> this, uh, man, for that but, podcast but... I should have Andy on it. He's the next part on it. He's gonna enjoy it. <laughs> come to think about it, do I know anyone who I had a, who actually a parent? I can't think of anyone. I mean, unless Joe has a ch- child we, we don't know about. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. I got yeah. plenty of friends with their parents. Yeah. yeah. I think it's enough that I'm making people not feeling old right now. Uh, so how are you guys doing, man? I, like I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I'm uh, getting 41 in two weeks, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking, so, speaking of getting older... <laughs> You're giving now more ammunition for Andy right now, if you listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> that that's the thing. I wanted to get like the, the firing uh, position that he has uh, regarding Mark, uh, like drawn to, to me, but so far yeah. it's not working. Let him do all the jokes and roasting us for our age. One day a young kid will do the same to him. They will be laughing at him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Most certainly. Yeah. I, it's 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 like uh, when when I was like ten or so, I always made fun of my father who just became thirty. Like you're getting old. 
Let's just say it like that. 20 years later, when I got 30, um, like the joke switched. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you're getting old as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I've, I think, what was it? Like a few weeks ago when I was shaving, I noticed like I have a small tiny hair right here on my beard. Like it's, I think it looked like the white hair. And I'm actually in my 30s. Yep. You can gray whenever. Yeah. Some yeah. people gray in their teens even actually. And heck, no. what's uh, Steve Martin? Like he, he actually, his hair was white, and he look, he looks sexy until today. Yeah. I mean, heck, if I yeah, look he like Steve the, Martin, I'll, I'll be happy for it, and I'm going to embrace yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we can all be as lucky as looking at, like Steve Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Have you guys been watching uh, Only Murders in the Building? Oh, yeah, no. really enjoy it. Yeah, it's on yeah. Disney Plus, I think, Kai and D. Outside yeah, of the U.S. It is. Because I yeah. said, yes, on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. Here. Yeah. You've got a great cast for the next season. Mercy, Paul Rudd. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're getting big names for the show. Because I think last thing they had, what's her name? Uh, from uh, Valerian, the movie Valerian, The Thousand Planet. She was also the the oh, sorceress in mm. Suicide Squad. Yes, that's her college living. Because she's friends with Selena Gomez in real life. That's this one. I mean, I've been watching this and also been watching now mostly animes. Because this week now we got what's it, the final episode for this season. What was it? Uh, Demon Slayer and uh, uh, Villain Saga Season 2. Mm. Yeah, 70 yeah, minute episode for Demon Slayer. Dang, that's yeah. a long episode. Yeah. Because I know that season premium, I think, was 40 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Kai was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. You should watch I've, Villain I've, Saga. I've been... It's actually mine to enjoy. It's a Viking, actually, anime. And it's on I've, Netflix. I've, you don't actually to subscribe yeah. to Crunchyroll. I have so much other stuff to watch. A lot. I, I'm... Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot to watch. Yeah. Yeah, of of course. I've been watching like uh, Star Trek, uh, several episodes of Star Trek yeah, in the last couple of months. Because they premiered the new season of Strange New World, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, first episode launched two days ago. Do you want to give and, us like um, a quick spoil? What did you thought of it? Um, I I liked it. It it, it wasn't really like so. So the bar for the first season was very very high. I I wasn't really like all in for the first episode. Um, but, um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm really like looking forward to episode seven of, of the season because it's going to be probably the, uh, crossover with lower decks and, uh, this go, this is going to be bonkers because like if, if you've been watching lower decks, notice the animated show. Yeah. Um, with Jack Wade, right? Yes. And Jack Wade and um, Tony Newsom, who was playing uh, Anson uh, Beckett Mariner, uh, they are appearing in live action. Is Jerry um, O'Connor going to appear in the episode or not? I have no idea. Yeah, but maybe that, he'll be in the garden. Like, from the... <laughs> no, this this would this would be the ultimate crossover because all you know that his wife is actually playing number one. In oh, the that's show. right, I forgot. Yeah, so so this was this would have been like the, the the whole like I mean I mean the couple itself is like both of them are number ones in respect their respective Star Trek shows, yeah. so it's quite 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 funny to, yeah. to have this connection. And what else cool. is there? Uh... 
because uh, because I think if I'm mistaken, they're ending most of, most of the shows, right? They're ending because Picard I know no. ended and this is this yeah, Picard, Picard just ended. Uh, I mean, I have to say, whenever you have the possibility to watch season three of Star Trek Picard, go watch it if you've been everyone watching, I know like, who saw it uh, who actually next, both fans and not fans of the previous season. They said this is the best of the whole seasons. I yes, heard. it's um, basically it's the next generation movie that we never got, and we got four movies. <laughs> but Does it's Will Wheaton like... appear in it? No. Ah. <laughs> um, but but that's okay because he was in the season finale of uh, the second season, oh. just like for a small insert. But um, let's just say like that. Uh, if you have been watching the entire season, it's like beat after beat after beat after beat and uh um mm. by episode nine uh whenever you have like getting back to places you haven't seen like for mm. the last 30 years there are some tears rolling it's not like really mm. happening on screen it's your own tears <laughs> i think all people are praising it because what's his name terry mattels because he's a huge star trek fan yes all people are praising that he's yes. actually the reason why this this season worked well it was was actually quite funny because uh, he was actually on screen, uh, actually uh, visible in one of the uh, episodes of Star Trek Enterprise, actually the finale of uh, Star Trek Enterprise, because mm-hmm. he was a, uh, I think he was the assistant to Brandon Braga, who was a producer back in the day. Yeah. And um, it was actually, uh, they were saying like he was giving scripts to Jerry Ryan back in Voyager days. So he has been That's like friends with how her. screenwriters actually they became screenwriters. They mostly work as assistants, etc. Yeah, exactly. But but it's quite quite interesting because the um the last couple of years most of the Star Trek franchises have been like in Canada. Uh they've been like in, in their own separate universe and um for this they they also went uh, for production in LA itself. And they basically got most of the uh, behind-the-scenes crew back from, like, the Next Generation mm-hmm. crew. So whenever you have, like, the so-called Okudagrams, uh, whenever mm-hmm. you have, like, this L-car structure, uh, it's basically them again. Um, so they really went back to to the art uh, stylists from the... Next Generation, uh, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, uh, yeah. that kind of era. And uh, bringing them back and getting new ships, new um, overlays, uh, basically an upgraded version of of like how a Star Trek, uh, Starfleet ship looks like. And it's really, really beautiful. And for the first time, like, uh, if you're seeing, like, old old screens in the background, so they were always, like, backlit, like, place something in front of it and then uh, light it from behind. And now it's LCD screens. And mm. then you can do anything, whatever. Otherwise, yeah. you would have to do it in post, uh, which was very infeasible back in the day. Or you have, like, a small LCD um, or, like, actually uh, normal TV just like in the background where they can project something in it. So they really changed like mm-hmm. uh, from a from a production uh, standpoint the whole kind of uh, functionality of yeah. the script uh, for, of, of the set. That's so quite nice. 
How about you, Lee? Have you been watching something, anything recently? I mean, not really. <laughs> Went and saw Kiki's, de Kiki's Delivery Service uh, at the theaters. Because Studio Ghibli's do like that special thing where they release some of them in the theaters. Otherwise, I watch a lot of Simpsons, stuff like that. Yeah. I have no issue. Yeah, obviously Spider-Verse and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've I've actually done a, a very long podcast yesterday about it, and yeah. uh, well, we had lots of stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a great, great movie, Spider Verse. Yeah, I'm yeah. waiting for the VOD it's, release. Actually, yeah, it's, I haven't it's been it's in theater of... since uh, that goddamn Harrison Ford and the CG dog movie. Uh, oh God, <laughs> I don't even know that one. Called yeah. the Wallet. No, was I, I... that was the last movie I saw theatrically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you would have to really like freeze frame uh, one one frame by another because yeah. there's so much happening on screen in this movie. It's it's really beautiful. Yeah, there's gonna be quite a few uh, video essays about about oh, yeah. this movie. I mean, funny funnily enough, you have like all these YouTube channels with like uh, one thousand uh, Easter eggs you have seen, and most of them like say okay we've seen this one we've seen this one so like the, the obvious ones and um they are already like 40 minutes long even if they don't have like the, the source material just to scrap out the images and they only have like the trailer images the, the pre-release stuff uh some pre-release scene maybe the one uh like screener that got leaked and stuff like that and uh, I'm really looking forward like the second round of, of those kind of videos when whenever the VOD is coming out. It's a lot of I mean do, I mean the, the amount of uh, Spider-Man in inside is and just the details. Like, the the details of it. Uh, yesterday we've yeah. been talking about like uh, the the hobby uh, the Spider Punk. Um that like his head is animated differently like his whole body and just like like the idea of punk getting translated to how he's being animated this is like mind-boggling to me but it's uh it's it's really uh amazing to to watch it in, on on screen yeah well i'm gonna have to wait for when it's on vod to see hopefully it. soon yeah 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 no, because I think he's doing it because I think Sony might have to wait, I think maybe six months, etc. for it because they don't release it very soon unless the movie's underperforming. Yeah. That's why you know it's like, oh, is that um, Shazam 2 and Fast 6? They got released very quickly on VOD. It really depends, actually. Um, yeah. I think um, Disney had like... Uh, they stopped doing the pandemic, it. Like the idea. Yeah, yeah. They, they had like this 45-day... Um, like uh interval where yeah. uh they waited one month and 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 a half until they release it on vod and right now it's i think getting back to 90 days yeah, because they did it um, i think it depicts what was it uh i don't know how I so think in my, i, I mean i mean Ant-Man. Ant-Man, i think was the first marvel movie yeah ant-man 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 uh they, they also like changed the the the, the way how so they 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 also had like the during the pandemic the the idea of releasing VOD um, on on Disney Plus and on it. iTunes and stuff like that on the same day. And right now it's I think they switched it back to like 
releasing it after two months on VOD and then, then one month yeah. later after that, then on, on streaming. Yeah. That's how I saw because there this month about Avatar 2 got released and I remember before a, few, yeah. a month ago, I noticed it on VOD before it went yeah. to yeah. streaming. But, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's, it's making sense that they've yeah. been waiting like half a year until they released it um, on VOD and, and for streaming. Uh, because yeah. this movie is fucking banking money, yeah. so yeah, it's better to release it first on VOD before streaming. That's why you can make more money out of VOD yeah. before streaming. Uh, but for yeah. me, for me, it's like I'm still waiting another month because then the 3D version is coming out, uh, which I heard is actually coming out. It's, uh, which, it's which movie for the 3D? The... Avatar two. Ah, 3D. Okay, yeah, okay. that's uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I I, I didn't watch the, it on three D Blu-rays or not. That's the that's the thing. They don't really do this anymore, and it seems like because I think internationally they are releasing, it, but the, the US ones. they don't, right? I don't think internationally they release. I don't know. I, at least they have some delay in it. Yeah. Because um, I knew was it the PS3 used to play three D games like I think Uncharted three that's yeah. one of the three games that you can play it on three D. Yeah. Do you still have a wow. 3D um, TV, Kai? Yes, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm, I'm, I'm still one. I'm still one of those those guys who are saying like, I'm not buying a 4K uh, TV because I'm still having like 3D movies to watch. So yeah, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> Wait, the, sticking, the moment sticking, you get the 4K, the, the, four, the 8K will get released. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, no. Nah. God, and what do you think is the biggest size going to be now? Is it for the fork or there's more? I'm sure there's going to be more, but once it more comes out, the 4K will drop in the price. So is, the the thing is like getting the uh, original material, um, the the raw material in 8K native. Yeah. So this yeah. is going to be a problem. So so I've, I. Yeah. And I'm hearing yeah, it was a finisher just like came out. Cameras. He confirmed it. Yes, yeah, so I'm working on the 4K version of 7, which I'm actually excited for. And he said that he'll make sure that you can make if, it look good. You, if you have the original material in such a um, way that you can get a resolution out of it, that's okay. But um, if you're shooting digitally, for example, and you're shooting in 4K, it's getting difficult to upscale it to 8K, uh, just saying. So uh, you're, you're probably going for shooting in 8K, um, but that's um, it's it's getting difficult at that point. They are already shooting in 8K, but they're yeah. basically reducing it or just cropping everything out. But yeah. it's depending on what kind of uh, setting uh, the director or the cameraman yeah. uh, actually because does. Now when you use film, because now people say that the negatives are getting damaged very a lot because I was watching a video where Scorsese was talking about restoring movies and he talks about how difficult it is now because he was telling his champion people to to, to save the negatives of the movie restoring yeah. them. I mean, I mean, it's also like difficult uh, storage wise because mm-hmm. sometimes uh, I f- I, f- I don't know when it was like twenty years ago there was this really big uh, fire going on at one of the universal studios yes, yes, i think were, i heard about this well i think it was universal yeah, lots, uh, they, they, they had lots of like um for original films mm-hmm. raw material just being destroyed there and, remember um, that you mentioned this i, I thought of because this story also came out recently because 
they fired the producer of Lightyear and people pointing out this is not just any producer she's the employee that saved Toy Story 2 because if you remember yeah, yeah. Toy Story 2 you know got damaged and then they found out the only copy that they have that's available was the copy of that employee in her house yeah. people say that wow I mean she said the the, the movie that's because now I think the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomato and now she yeah. got fired I, I mean I mean yeah <laughs> That, that seems like really strange that must must have been something like in the background but um overall i, th I think i have two two uh stories to tell there at, at that point regarding uh films i mean one of the things is basically um film is getting destroyed more and more yeah um i think it was like 15 years ago i i was doing a film series for the university and uh, the idea was to have uh, movies about AI, uh, artificial intelligence within the movie. Yeah. Um, so it was more like AI, um, like the, the movie uh, from Steven uh, Spielberg. Yes. Um, they had all iRobot, we had 2001, we have Terminator 2, and, and stuff like that. Wally -E also. Um, However, uh, when when we compiled the list of movies, we had some horror stories. What what can happen behind the scenes when when whenever you wanted to show something, and they were telling like stories like uh, there was this seminar on one uh, university for arts in Berlin, and they wanted to show Moulin Rouge, huh. and they were they were telling me the story in two thousand seven or eight. Uh, I think it was eight. And um, they were saying that they wanted to have a like a think musical stuff happening, mm. uh, and then they wanted to finish the seminar showing Moulin Rouge, and it ended up uh, at that point they wanted to source one film role in Europe uh, that had still like Moulin Rouge on it, and they couldn't find it, Ooh. and. And they really had to go like uh, import it from the U.S. just like um, just that they were able to show it uh, in in cinema um, for this one occasion that they wanted to show it. Um, so it's it's really I, I mean right now everything is getting more more digital. Yeah. Uh, and two thousand eight two thousand nine was basically the area when when they transition uh, started to transition from film. Uh, to digital uh, projection, um, it was really like difficult just to get this one role uh, for this one occasion. It's it's really really uh, like ancient history right now. Hmm. I mean, Nolan's still wow. using it to make yeah. a film. You were saying, Lee? No, I just said, wow. Yeah, just yeah, how long ago it was and how difficult it is to get roles now. Yeah, and and the other and the other story that I have. Before I we can go back into right now, it's no, just we like can talk me about I think people will be more uh, excited to hear this than the Hulk. <laughs> no, I have, I, have, I think, um, uh, there's this one German movie, um, uh, called Metropolis, uh, from mm. 1925. The Fritz Lang, uh, one of right? the most exactly one of the most influential German <laughs> movies from like the 20s, and um, it's basically a sci fi story, more or less. Mm -hmm. uh, very ahead of its time back in the day and um, just getting like the original uh, version of the movie like 
put together, especially after the war, uh, I still still haven't recovered most of those scenes. Oh. Um, and there have been sometimes you have uh, a news report saying like we have found a roll of film somewhere like hidden in in a storage somewhere that has been like discovered and it turned out like it it contained some bits of uh this movie that hasn't been found before so That's awesome. uh, and, it's, yeah. and they they uh reiterate so i think it was like 20 years ago when when they had something like that and um so they repurposed those things uh remastered it again and then did a remastered version of of like included those scenes as well because at that point it's like whenever you wanted to show this scene you can only like have some inserts like at this scene you could have seen something like this 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 and this and um just to get like the original intended version of the movie otherwise it's just like a truncated version that has been on at that point yeah. so what happens uh, what was it with highlander 2 i'm reading about it between uh, when joe and uh, tracy we did the review where i was reading about it, how the fact that the movie that first came out, I think it was not the movie that they wanted. Like the Bond company took over the movie and they re-edited the film, and then they had to go back and for the home video they had to re-edit the movie back how to use, and they had to use new footage because they had to film. Yeah. I think years later after the movie came out, a new footage with Christopher Lambert and what's his name, Michael Ironside, doing a car scene. Basically, um, it's time to, to reserve your movies a lot. That's why a lot of people have now issue with those that with streaming services now. You, movies are getting removed without digitally, and you can't find physical copy. I mean, yeah. what was it, Barbarian? Mm-hmm. I think I, I, mean, I heard that the movie is uh, not doc- available. On... Dogma, Dogma oh, yeah, is one it? of the big ones. Yeah, yeah, that's like a rights issue, yeah, though. A... Yeah, yeah, but but it's like um, getting the movie. Uh, I think there has been one DVD release at some point, or. I think it was also the um remember when when we wanted to to do dread uh judge dread. Dread, yes it, yeah it was really difficult just to get those one you got I think the old DVD right <laughs> it wasn't yeah worried. yeah I get I got the bad DVD the yeah. the worst mm. kind of DVD you could get uh which I've never seen before but uh, somehow but it got the job done right no no <laughs> oh, that bad, that bad. No, okay, it, it, it was. You you have to imagine. Um, sometimes you would have like the standard like black bars everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they mastered in such a way that they made a four by three version out of it. So whenever you wanted to to view it on your like HD uh, TV right now, uh, you are having a four by three bar on the left and right side and of course the 60 by 9 bars. So it's just and... a tiny tiny speck basically on <laughs> yes. the TV. So you're watching a yes. 60 resolution movie. <laughs> uh, That's great. That's uh, the, the worst mass I've ever seen in a DVD. Yeah. So what was it? So you talk about but the Master, the master of the Universe Blu-ray looked good, right? That was okay. That was okay. Yeah. God, what was it? Because seriously, because like I mentioned, uh, I think Barbarian, the movie, they got their physical release. I'm, I'm still now, it still has a digital release, but no physical release. And people, that's why people are one point saying, release the physical release for this movie. 
for reservation about other stuff, huh? I think we've talked enough catching. I think we should start now. But what about all of our, I'm actually we're happy we talked about something. Because I know people <laughs> are more excited about what we, the Kaita was talking about than the actual movie. Uh, uh, it's going to be interesting. I would love for yeah. us to hear you guys thought about it. Uh, I think we should begin right now with the movie. Oh. So, yeah. The movie we're about to talk about and review today is uh, a movie that's celebrating its 20th anniversary. Uh, this week, uh, Ang Lee's Hawk. Uh, so this movie... Yeah, June, 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 June 20th. Yes, June 20th. Do you guys remember the first time we saw it? Because I actually have a very interesting history about it. I, I saw it in the, in the theater back in the day. What about you, Lee? I think I saw it on, I think I saw it on TV, on like TNT or TBS oh. for the first time back in the day. I'm Did gonna... not remember anything. Yep. No. <laughs> I saw it on VHS. I think this is the last time I saw a movie in VH, on VHS. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. I didn't see it on tape because I remember because they had actually great teaser. Remember there was a teaser for it like... You see Bruce Banner, who's yeah. like, he's in the bath and he's looking to the mirror. Then yeah. he, he turns green and then the, the house gets destroyed. That was like yeah. a great teaser. Because they had they were yeah, doing great I, marketing I, with I, the I, film. I, I think I think they, they had it really, really early, like one year before, like uh, around when Spider-Man came out. Yeah, because this so came out had, a year it, after Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man was, the, was yeah. last. Because that's also yeah. what celebrated its 20th anniversary last year. Yeah. And you had like uh, at the beginning of of Spider Man, you would have like this one, this one scene that you just described, and then like Hulk coming next year, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. And the Spider Man has still... the, the the twin tower that was removed because of nine eleven. That was the Spider Man yes. teaser. Yeah. That was two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's also like this is the first time that superhero movies started being good because X Men had recently come out as well. And people were like, oh, these are actually, yeah. I actually enjoy these movies and actually enjoy the stories. So, yeah, there's definitely some hype around this one, especially Ang Lee coming off yeah. of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, how many Oscars uh, which did was... that movie won? Is it more? I have no idea. Because I know it's one foreign film and cinematography. I think Kai's about to check. So, like you mentioned, yeah, Ang yeah, Lee, I'm, that was I'm like. I'm about to check. Because that's the movie. That's what everyone was excited about. Because it was like, oh, you got a, like an, an award winning director. Because. <laughs> Angley's already coming, like you said, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's like a big international movie. Uh, it got uh, nominated for 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture and one Best Foreign Language Film. Best Art Direction, Best Original Score, and Best Cinematography. So that's four Oscar, right? Yeah. Yeah, four Oscars, man. Because I remember... Not it also, got, yeah. also got four BAFTAs and two Golden Globes. Yeah, that was I mean, it's... A, it's... And it's an influential movie. Like people, like changed how fight scenes happened based on yeah. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. And even like, but it's the same guy who did the like, cinematography for the fight sequence for the Matrix, right? Uh, this came out first or the Matrix? Uh, shortly after, I think. I think um, because Matrix. Yeah, uh, when did the um, uh, Phantom Menace come? Because I think it's the same year Matrix. And... Uh, it was nineteen ninety nine. So Matrix came out first. Yeah, Matrix came. Yeah, Matrix came at ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I remember it's the same year as there was the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. there was a debate like who would win the best visual effect. I think Matrix won over Phantom. Yeah, <laughs> by a well, as, by a, as, <laughs> as well as by a large yeah. margin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had jo- all the stuff that. <laughs> God, I mean, 
Waldo had such an have won an Oscar just to make Greg happy. Still, still thinking about they couldn't make more Matrix movies because they only had this one movie. But yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. just me. Yeah. Yeah. So like we said now, they got Angley to do this film, and because like you mentioned, Crouching Tiger, they gave him like car plunge to do whatever he, he wanted to do with this film. There was no supervision and stuff with this film. Just like, hey, you're Angley, go do whatever you want. And I'm not going to blame him because, look, he did what he wanted to do and they gave him freedom and stuff. The most to blame for me, I would blame mostly the studio because they gave him the freedom and stuff. They didn't supervise him. It's like, what are you doing, sir? Because some of the stuff that they do in this film is like, okay, what the heck is going on? It's basically the, the yeah. editing stuff. I would say this movie is over-edited and way too slow. Yeah. Like, it yeah. honestly felt like everybody was acting as if they were just waking up from a nap. It reminded me of a like Shyamalan the film. That's why it felt like some of the way they to talk and act. That's why it felt like. Yeah, yeah, and it just yeah. The, there's too many, too much pausing between lines. Uh, not enough like taking out the air in between lines, and and it just it's very weird choices. And also, there's a moment where uh, Sam Elliott is talking, and then suddenly the camera angle changes on his face, like he's on one side of the screen, then he's suddenly on the other side, like mid talk talking point mm-hmm. at least on Tubi which, yeah. which is where I watched it yeah. I, I, I think most of the things is also coming from the fact that he tried to do it in a way to make a comic book movie like a literal yeah. comic book yeah. movie uh, that was really like the, even the, the fonts the because you know what font he used for the film right that was comic yeah. sand he used comic sand for the opening oh. title there. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the opening sequence—it was definitely like, "Hey, this is gonna be a comic book movie," and I get that he's—that's what he's going for with the editing, but it was too much. Yeah, it—it t- it t- it took away from any of the story and any of the characterization yeah. as well. And and that's movie, in fact, what I said, there were multiple scripts happening. Or they merged too too much script together. Then Angley brought his writer as James Sheamus. That's his name. Oh, Sean, I don't know how you announce his name. But he brought him to write, actually, the final script. Uh, I think the other uh, two screenwriters, James... they got credited because of because of the stuff they bought from their script for the movie. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was looking through the list there. It's, it's a very long list, and it also ca- contains persons like J.J. Abrams, uh, who was yeah. involved in some point, Zach Penn, who would later on... Right, uh, that Incredible Hulk. Right, uh, Incredible Hulk and uh, the Avengers movie. Also, David Hayter was was involved at some point. Yeah. So it's, oh, wow. Yeah, apparently, I think I heard. I don't know. He hated that thing. The script that Hayter wrote. I think one of the directors got attached. Yeah. You see, that's he's coming writing here from writing the X Men. Because mm. what I understand, he wrote uh, I think the final script for that movie. And. And I think most of the times, I mean, I mean, the 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 difference or the difficulty with the Hulk property is basically you're not only like making a comic book movie that is like in reference to the comic book per se. It's also more like the continuation or like the a new iteration of the TV show that, that was happening yeah. in the late 70s. Because this so started, most, because most I was of... reading about this start production right after, what was it, that last TV movie came with Bill Bixby and Luke yeah. Foregno ended. Yeah, 
I mean, I mean, they've they've really tried to to get something running over over the nineties, and um, you still have like this 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 whole thing of like uh, the Hulk or in that case uh, Bruce slash David Banner uh, oh, walking like around. The TV show. Yeah. Yeah, there was also this this whole renaming thing yeah. happening. I think there is some. I don't know if it's true. They say that they changed because they felt like it's not manly the word Bruce. Yes, <laughs> they, no, they they were explicit. They were explicitly saying that the uh, the given name Bruce was gay, um, and we'll so tell they that went to for David Banner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, something like that. Uh, but but it was the seventies. Uh, lots of stuff happening over there, um, but but uh, the the show was more or less. I I don't know whether you've seen any any of the TV shows back in the day. Yeah. I saw the episode where he fights a bear and he throws it. Yeah, <laughs> that was something. Right? It, it it really it really felt more like a TV show in a sense of what later becoming like the A Team or uh, Night Rider. You have yeah. this like lone man running around and you're having like this situation of the week kind of thing where something happens and he happens to be there um and then suddenly um he's getting angry and you don't won't like him when he's angry and he's hulking out then you're getting like the change transition to Lou Ferrigno yeah and then whoa 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 this is yeah. also this, I, this this one I've read somewhere that apparently they were not allowed to you to show the Hulk out because of budget stuff and keep in mind that's a, yeah. a tall guy who sprayed with green paint and a greening a green wig it's not the CG stuff yes. they didn't have yes. were limited to use them in the TV show <laughs> yes uh, I mean, uh, it was seventies. Uh, when the thing is, I was I was growing up with this iteration of the Hulk, so I was everyone very. Grew up. That's what made the reason why they had to make a TV show because everyone grew up with this yeah. TV show, and it was popular. Just yeah. like it made sense for them to do a Hulk movie. Yeah, and and the thing that that really bothered me in a in a sense because I wasn't really actually reading the comics back in the day. Uh, whenever you have like a. Uh, home-sized Hulk running around, which is the Hulk that we know right now, uh, yes. basically from from all mm. the Avengers movies, like mm. this uh, nine-foot giant. When whenever he's like in his Hulk form, I wasn't really known. Uh, I didn't really know about this kind of Hulk. I was re- really intimidated when when he really had this like large persona. Then afterwards, because I really mm. thought of like him as a bodybuilder. Yeah. That point because it, yeah, because so of how sure, yeah. Luffy Rigno was uh, portraying him. Yeah, yeah, because I will say that when when this movie started, I thought I was watching the wrong movie because it's open I think with African pop music. I was like, did I watch the wrong movie? Oh, that's the right one. <laughs> because that's the thing because uh, the music some some part of later it turns into a Middle Eastern music when they're the desert just like was. That's the thing. Um, they, was Danny Elfman really scoring a, a, a they, Middle Eastern war movie? And he was like, oh, I don't know, maybe they, he they, saw this. They, and it's like he accidentally put it. They they changed it on the last minute, actually. Oh, wait, so the music? I was at yes. Um, I was I was reading uh, yesterday through for the entire article, and they were saying like um, that he came in forty five days before the movie was released. Ah, oh, uh, so it's just like Michael last... Giacchino with Rogue One, right? He also something came, similar. Yeah, something, yeah, he came out very exactly. late in the movie. Um, so they, they had a, 
Um, so Ang Lee went to one of his uh, former uh, collaborators uh, who made uh, the entire uh, fee uh, um, soundtrack. And uh, so they had really like his Japanese African influence over there. And they, they went to show it to the, to, the, uh, to the studio and they didn't really like it. And then at that point, they, uh, for some reason, went to um, Danny Elfman because he also scored Spider-Man year before. Yeah, and Batman. And the thing is, he really, really liked uh, what what uh, the, the guy before him did. And he incorporated mm. lots of uh. those influences and lots of those songs into his uh, so no, no wonder um, some of the music feels eventually. like out of place, like feel different, like like you mentioned, yeah. the, like the African pipe it's, music and the Melissa. Also, also, I had really the feeling at the beginning it it really sounded like Spider Man at the at yes, the, at the yes, yes, the opening. Definitely, and I didn't really like had this um, this feeling when I watched it back in the day, but right now after, I, again, I'm forty one. Um, I really like hear this this kind of comic book influence um way yeah. that uh, yeah. Danny Elfman makes a score. Yeah, because already now we've done lots of comic book movies, even the theatrical cut for Justice League and Doctor Strange, and I think he did also yeah. some of the, the, the second Avenger film. Because he's done some multiple movies. Oh, he's, yeah, he's he's done plenty of superhero movies yeah. for sure, yeah. Danny Elfman. But yeah, this whole opening sequence with uh, David Banner, it was just felt very disconnected. Also, David Banner's the worst father of all time. Yeah. Was that um, Carrie Ells playing the dad? Because he looked like him, the younger version. It wasn't Carrie Ells, but actually, I, I was originally like, that doesn't look like Nick Nolte, but then I looked up Nick Nolte when he was young, and actually, they got an actor that just like young Nick Nolte, and so good on them. Yeah. Um, Unless you're the actor who plays the young Sam Millie, because it doesn't look like him at one point. No. <laughs> because no. I've seen and, young Sam yeah. Millie, it was at Roadhouse. That's how he's supposed to look like. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing right now. Sam <laughs> Elliott. Uh, um, I'm, I'm actually, so right now I'm uh, sorry for derailing right now again. Uh, the fact is that uh, we are getting like in um, next year. Captain America: Brave New World. Yeah, I think they delayed it. I think they delayed it. No, no, I think they they really stuck with it. Uh, no, either way, they changed some release date. Let me check. Uh, what... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was this. This wasn't in, uh, um, involved there. Let me see what's the... um, no, um, the, the thing is that like they they had to recast the role eventually again mm. because uh, William Hurt died. Yeah. Um, was um, uh, Thaddeus Ross in the MCU. But the thing is, they could have also already gone back to Sam Elliott, and he's two years younger than Harrison Ford. See, that... I don't know. I didn't. I didn't enjoy Sam Elliott in this role. I think Sam Elliott's voice is too soothing for what Thunderbolt Ross has had to do. Okay. Like when he was yelling, I did not. I did not enjoy it. No. Like it didn't seem intimidating to me because his voice is too deep and soothing. Yeah. He also played. He also, I mean, his physical, his characterization felt more like cowboy than no. military. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I see that. And I just checked. But, I mean, the uh, movie's coming out on July twenty sixth next year. It was it got delayed from May for three to July twenty sixth. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so delayed, but not that much. Yeah, not that much. Because they delayed to push a lot of movies. Disney yeah, yeah. just recently. So you guys were talking, like say Sam Elliott. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they could have gone Sam Elliott, the, the Sam Elliott way for Brave New World. But, uh, of course, Harrison Ford is, is a number number. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the rumors yeah, that he I might mean, be a Red Hulk. Did you see his response in the interview? <laughs> Someone yeah, asked him, I mean, I was like, who the hell is Red Hulk? <laughs> Harrison Ford that's, doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, that's the standard Harrison Ford answer. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's how he's look like. You know, he's already a Red Hulk, but that's how he looks like Harrison Ford in the movie. It's gonna be just because they're bringing back also Liv Tyler for the movie as Betty. Really? Yes, they're bringing her back. I think there's also set for. Oh, her. that's great. That's great. Yeah, and also, also right nice. on the heels of the news that our Incredible Hulk is coming on Disney Plus. Uh, is it out for yeah. you guys? Yeah, it's on there. Yeah. Because I think still they haven't updated in my country. Okay, so yeah, this whole opening was uh, it was very disjointed, and and I I didn't get the sense that the dad thought of Bruce as a mistake until it gets late, until it gets shown later on in the movie, because like when he just goes into the room and starts yelling at his wife and they start yelling nothing that you can understand just it just sounds like generic yelling they would hear in the background of a video game like it, i didn't understand why that was happening and it, i don't think that portion was uh was uh portrayed well the, the opening was very confusing because also like i thought you know because the way it's shot because i thought that he infected him with the let me find out no it's like he was already infected with that. Dad. Then she got conceived. Yeah. That's how he got Bruce got infected with. It, yeah, like, I, that's the hope. I, I, I meant that I, bubble I thing when she's giving birth. Out of nowhere, it comes out of nowhere. It's like very cartoonish. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think I was really like puzzled when I watched it back in the day, um, because you had also like this, this nuclear explosion back in the day. Um, that that also had like some kind of thing, and they they never really explained it over there as well. Now yeah. Also, thought, like, also how did the scientists got access to a like nuclear that? explosion fail safe? That's a question. The the only thing was like this reminded me like several years later um, from this uh, nuclear testing uh, facility in Indiana Jones Four. Um, mm-hmm. King, King of the Crystal Skull. And, uh, afterwards, I think like yeah, maybe it looks like the same town actually. <laughs> like, I mean, you're right. Yeah, probably same thought, I, forgot, I didn't thought about that. The, the town feels like an, a nuclear test site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it begins with the flashback we got to see. And another thing, I also I don't know if you noticed, but the um, Eric Bannon, the movie, I feel like he's he's acting like Christian Bale in, in Batman because the way when he gets angry, he sounds deep. And this film was fine. It yeah. came out uh, three, two years before Batman Begins. So maybe that was the inspiration for Kristen Bale. <laughs> maybe, but yeah, I, I noticed that too. Yeah, I don't know why Bannon chose to get all raspy and gravelly just where he started getting angry. I don't know who tells him because some of the actors, and like you've mentioned, they're, they're not acting well in the movie. and They're actually good actors. Maybe they're directed. Yeah, yeah it's probably, they're probably directed. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are some, because I've seen movies sometimes the actors aren't getting directed with, but sometimes an actor stand up because he, the actor is a pro. It's like, you know what, I'm going to elevate this material, even if it's yeah. not getting well directed I, or having a bad script. 
A good example yeah, I mean, recently Fox. was what's it? Uh, the Spirit, you know, the the one that Frank Miller directed. The, all the acting is bad, but Samuel Jackson, he knew that he has a bad method. It's not getting director. It's like, you know what? I'm going to do it my own. I'm going to have fun with the role. So he, mm. that's why he a little bit elevated the material despite it being a bad film. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the one scenes that, that really f- felt like disjointed for me, like are the um, Jennifer Connelly scenes when she really like feels to be like center uh, image and then basically stares into the camera. Yeah, there's a lot of that like too. Really, really strange. Yeah, and I've there's read a, there's a, that's... that was I think because they had multiple cameras, multiple takes. They had to do it, and I think some of them were confused with what's going on with the with what's happening. Yeah, and I mean that's probably what I was talking about, like how like it's so slow that they, so many people had, very long close up shots of them just staring at something. Also, there's a lot of um, talking on the phone, in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like two people in, in, in different areas, and they're doing like the side by side, the comic, uh, book, comic book style. Right? But yeah, but like a lot of just talking, like a lot of people are doing this on the phone, and that's fine every now and then. But not having the actors actually be in the same scene and connecting with each other—that's doing that too much. Really starts to you, you start to feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's just there's two actors monologuing on different days of filming. So what did you I mean, think of the, the day. Because now in the, the Hulk stories, like he gets infected with gamma radiation, but in this one they changed it. What do you guys thought about that? I mean, there's like a like with the She Hulk series that just happened. It's kind of also explained that way. It's like you have to have some sort of predetermined DNA in order to not just die from gamma radiation. Otherwise, you could just gamma radiate everybody, and everybody become the Hulk. So in that way, it makes sense. The way it was presented was not done well. Yeah. Man. And that scene where he gets I mean, infected with the gamma radiation because it's very weird. It's like, well, yeah. what's it called? This technique that they do it with, with like, the, the, the color, what's it called? No, it's just like invert the image and stuff yeah. like, and then basically fade to black. Yeah. Because they I mean, do it uh, later for Nick Nolte in the film. Yeah. I mean, uh, coming back to the um, TV show, uh, so basically you would have two different kinds of versions, iterations of how, how Bruce Banner uh, becomes the Hulk. Um, one of them is like in the comics when he's uh, trying to save uh, Rick Scott, yeah. uh, who's in a testing facility. Um, and then like the nuclear explosion happens and then he basically throws him downwards yeah. and he just like gets all the radiation blown onto him. Um, he did the similar with the, the... the movie, I think, because the Incredible Hulk yeah, did it like the TV show. That was like a not to the TV show. Exactly. That, that, that's the second thing. You have the TV show where you have like this deliberate experimenting phase and... Uh, when you're looking at the um, beginning of the Incredible Hulk, you also like see the like setup how he's getting uh, radiated. Because, by uh, gamma, Edward Norton, he loves the the Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno TV show, yeah. and that was like the and one they, the reason he said he wants to be the more influenced by that TV show than than the yeah. comic book. And and the funny thing is when when they went for the She Hulk, uh, they they really went for like a one to one version of it, but with like Jennifer Waters in it. Um, so this was quite, quite funny to see at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. In this 
in this one show. But um, I think having a mixture of both kind of made sense, just like to get the comics, uh, comic readers in it, and also like the TV uh, uh, guys in it. Um, I wasn't really bothered by it. I was. Um, I was more confused was... by by the beginning. At least I, I finally understood what's happening. Yeah, and as as part it was going like the issue with the beginning is that you don't really understand David Banner's motivation for any of this. Yeah, and, and honestly, throughout the entire movie, you don't know, understand yeah. his motivation. I think he yeah, wants at, to make at, like immortality, like he wants to 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 surpass God. That's what he wants to be. He wants like power. That's what they're trying to explain. Yeah, yeah, but, but then but he, he's he, he, uh... yeah, go ahead. We, yeah, go to, we can talk about the ending. What, what happened? Uh, so I was gonna say, but like it, it doesn't. He like six dogs on the uh, love of his son. Because why? They needed an action yeah. sequence. That's why. Yeah. 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 But 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 why why does he uh, explode a nuclear a uh, bomb in the middle of like the, the desert then for for some reason just because yeah. uh, his his uh, experiment is getting shut down. It yeah, and, it, like, later and as why. we can talk about it, because he says that oh, I'm trying to you know, to save my son because he has it in it. I'm trying to cure him, but instead, your father he shut down the experiment. Yeah, right, but, yeah, but I didn't understand. You're right. I didn't thought of why the explosion. He had to blow it up. Yeah, which by the way, the explosion and, and was like stay. Oh, you were talking about yeah, the explosion. Yeah. No, I just didn't say that the explosion was not like a big explosion. Also, like when you think of nuclear explosions, yeah. like it had the mushroom cloud, but it was like tiny mushroom cloud this move, this a move mile away. A green explosion, man! You mentioned the dogs, yeah. man. When they blew up, man, it's man. That's some bad special effect. Did you notice what happens to the dogs? When they were they explode, they they disappear. And they turn to like green dust. Like yeah, yeah. Was, was like, like what the hell did you am I watching? Is. <laughs> Also, why would you, if you want to have like hinge dog, why do you have a poodle? I mean, I'm not a dog guy, but are poodles really uh, for attacking people? I'm sure some are. I mean, yeah. I know, but you think of German Shepherd or something like this, or a poodle? It's just what was at the shelter at the time. Yeah, maybe. That's what he could get his hands yeah. on. Yeah, like, also, we speaking about that. What happened to, you didn't for sure what happened to the Hulk rat. Remember, there's a scene where he's experimenting with the rat. Oh, that exploded. That was just off screen. Yeah, he never showed her what happened. No, that was before. No, I mean, fact... you, you just you just had like big, big uh, uh, bubbles uh, appearing there, and I think before they cut away, they were they were saying like, okay, this is going to be if if you're I'm showing just one millisecond later. I'm talking about the frog. I'm talking about later. the rat, the father. Remember, there's rat. a scene before he he infects the dog. He tested on a rat. Oh, I I basically forgot about that. Yeah, I it mean, is. it's it means nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even also, that was a weird thing because even that same member could have the dog were able to find Betty because of her scarf. Because that scene was weird because I thought, wait, I thought she had the scarf, but then I found no, he he grabbed the scarf from behind her. That yeah, was I I that I did not see it very well. Yeah, I didn't see it very well either because I, I thought, yeah, originally that she had her scarf. was like, just keep it behind her. I'm like, oh, what's she going to do with the scarf? And then he had the scarf. Yeah. 
They said they're trying to establish like the action scenes with the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was the what was, what's, and Josh Lucas playing what every other Josh Lucas role he's been playing uh, in A-hole. Clan Clan oh, yeah. Talbot and um, I was I was coming. Now, he was from in Agent now... Shield, right? Exactly. He's, he's. I'm coming now from the uh, Agent of Shield side. He was played there by uh, Adrian Pasta, if I remember correctly. The guy from Near Dark, and, right? Uh, also, Heroes. He was like yeah, the Petrelli. The, he was uh, also in Supergirl, I think, one of the seasons, also playing like a rich, like Mabillion tycoon, like rich could guy. Be, could be. But, but he was uh, playing uh, Clan Talbot throughout. I think he started in season two and he ended up in season five as the big, big, big villain there um, because he transitioned to, uh, I think, Graviton. Uh, the, 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 this, Are this you naming world, a Transformer? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> there was basically another. So they merged like Glenn Talbot with some, some other super villain there. And he was basically one of the, um, like, like he could be um, destroying the gravitational uh, structure of the Earth. So basically, whenever he's like in the center of the of the of the Earth, um, he could um, change gravity in such a way that the entire mass of Earth is just like being displaced and just like explodes. And, um, it sounds like the plot of the movie The Core. That's... Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and uh, season season five has lots of like time time travel stuff and stuff like that. It's how many basically... seasons? Is it seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. And Didn't some some of the fans were saying like that season four, season five ish, basically the point where like the MCU diverges from what's happening in Agents yeah. of Shield. And um, I still love the show, <laughs> but um, like seeing like this Glenn Talbot, he was just like the basic stupid asshole of the of the week. Uh, but he's played really, really well that way. Um, yeah, I would say the actor definitely played uh, played douchebag very well. I mean, he played yeah. this a lot. He played even Ford v Ferrari. Remember. Yeah, exactly, and uh, was I was, I was, like, than this. I was, I was, I was thinking like, I know this face, I know this face. He also had I, recently I had a, through... he was also in recently the movie with a giant shark, you know, no oil rig, he has a movie. Yeah, yeah. and um, like when I, when I saw that he was in Ford v Ferrari, and I know he was like the, 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 the manager from marketing, yeah, he hated me. Oh, I, I hated this guy. I hated this guy. Because uh, Ford v Ferrari, at that point, I was in the automotive industry working. And for me, this was not really like Ford v Ferrari. It was managers v engineers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was one of the managers. <laughs> so, so I really, yeah. really hated this guy. That's understandable. That means he did a good job also, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, beside Forfi Ferrari and this movie Hoka, I also saw him in that. Remember, there was an AI plane movie that had also Jamie Foxx and Jessica Bill in it. Remember? Oh, he yeah. was the lead in that film. Yeah. Um, oh. oh, yeah, that was one of the, the bad ones. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember seeing Stealth. that move and I was Stealth. like, it's... And I remember... Oh, right. They were hyping up, like, Jamie Foxx, like, he's the lead in the film because he just came out right heel of the winning of Oscar for Ray. It's like, oh, he's... Also, actually... also Sam Shepard in it. Oh. Oh, the late Sam Shepard, yeah. What's, what was he... Recently I saw, I was listening, I saw... Oh, he was in Cold in, Cold in July, if not mistaken. It's also another good film. You should guys check it out. It's him, Michael well, C. I, Hall, and Don Johnson. That's all I'll say. Because the one that's oh. like, the less you know about, the better. Uh, I, cool. I basically uh, basically know him from... Um, the right stuff? We had in... in, in no, 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 no. As a writer, um, he wrote True West. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the, the plays that he, that he wrote. And we had this in the last year in school um as uh in during english uh lectures uh at our school where they had like contemporary plays and this it's, was one of those things it's um, a very very popular play very very popular uh, let me check was, i have to check was he in oh, yeah he was in mud he played i think uh, matthew McConaughey's his uncle in that film sam shepherd hmm. yeah he's actually a good actor sam shepherd now so yeah. we're talking about uh, Josh Lucas. Yeah, uh, was. Yeah, that? and I will admit I was actually surprised to see what I know he appeared in once I think two scenes in the film. Then a, a pre-lost Dan Daniel Day Kim. He was actually. Oh yeah, he he showed up. I'm like, what the? Wait a second. That, he did. That yeah, was no, he lost because because he's already not. It would have been like right around, like right around. Like, yeah, just before came lost out started. Two years later, if not mistaken, because. He's been doing recurring yeah. stuff on, I think, Angel and ER. He was appearing in that. And because he's been a working actor. He's working so much before he got lost. He looks exactly the same in this movie. Yeah. yeah. He always looked good. Yeah. He, he also looked oh, the same yeah. when he was in an episode of Seinfeld. There's an episode, I don't know if you guys remember, like Kramer, like he I don't played. don't remember that. It's basically they hire people like to come to a medical school and they have to act and the student have to guess their condition. He played one of the students, and Kramer's like, he had to play, like, oh, I'm suffering. Oh. You have to describe to him what he's suffering, and then the students have to guess what it is. <laughs> yeah, I remember that episode. I don't remember him in it after he's... we watch it. That's a good episode. Yeah. I think Daniel, I think, tweeted this video a long time ago on his Instagram. But I, I remember funny. he's the one who guessed the, the disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because so. So, we so talk, we're talking about Glenn Tabler. He's basically, he was trying to acquire the. The study, like Bruce and Betty's study, and then Sam Elliott, he he finds out about it through him, and he finds out because he tells us because we find out that Bruce has been living under a fake name, like not Bruce Banner, because he got that. Well, not not fake name, but like his adoptive yeah, parents' name. Mm-hmm. Who's this actress yeah, who plays his Banner. mom? She looks familiar. I don't know. She looks familiar to me too, but she's also in one scene, so I didn't. I stopped thinking about it. <laughs> Cara Bruno. She was in The Sopranos. Mm. I mean, she looks like Stranger Things. Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Oh, maybe. That's where you know, her father, like, he tells her about, like, Bruce, like, you don't know who he is. Yeah. And of course, we get the exploration where he gets infected, then, and then he, and we also find which, that... Which the, go ahead. The whole point, the whole point where, like, yeah, Bruce saved his teammate, who we never see again, by the way. We never see the third guy that was there helping make the nanomeds. Because you see his love, I think he... No, no, 
No, he just, no Jennifer, no. Jennifer Collins said that he's alive. He's fine. Yeah, yeah but, but like the way, yeah, never see him again. But the way that yeah, Eric Bennett blocks the gamma radiation doesn't make sense because it could have easily gone around him to yeah, the no, guy. No, 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 no. If you if you have gamma radiation, then basically everything in front of you. Uh, basically absorbs uh, the the entire radiation. If you, if you have like a piece of like paper between you, it could already like block some some of those things. Okay, okay. But um, I'll, do I do I exchange it with alpha radiation? Uh, so, something like that. I mean, this whole movie uh, doesn't give a good explanation. So anything you say will give you an explanation. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's a much better explanation than whatever the movie. <laughs> I yeah. said. Yeah. I think it was alpha radiation what I tried to explain right now, but yeah. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. No, it's been one. Let, what let's was just, the let's just say they tried like... to create? Like, is it like, do you want to use radiation to, to heal like in wounds? Mm. They call them nanomeds. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, you're trying to have like injection with some kind of thing like medicine stuff and then you have to like attract it with some radiation at that point uh basically just, just try like, to find to, the to activate them yeah yeah because uh, we saw like the frog would blow up i would say that was a very graphic scene I mean, it was yeah. very graphic and again went on for a long time yeah, I, I, I was saying, like, if, if they would have shown, like, one millisecond more of the scene, uh, it could re- very well go into R-rated. <laughs> I mean, you uh, got yes. to see, you know, Bruce's ass. That, that almost got, they didn't got an R-rated. <laughs> yeah. Even the way they made sure that you don't see his fronted side of Bruce. I mean, he's <laughs> naked, the, because they do make sure, like, the, the clock is exactly right on Bruce's, to make sure nothing is shown. <laughs> Yeah. Also, also like when he transforms back, and you see like Eric Banner rocking around, and conveniently, uh, like this, this whole thing is like blurred out by some kind of uh, thing on uh, on the uh, on the window uh, frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was it? Oh yeah, because you know, do you know how long it took for the hook to appear in the film? I mean, long. it was it was the past. No, it wasn't past the hour mark, but it, it felt like a long time. Uh, it actually, it's about I think forty-two minutes for the hook yeah. to appear. That was like I the, mean, because it was a I mean, slow paced movie. Yeah, I mean, but but let's just say it like that. It's a the movies. Um, I think it's two hour and ten movie. minutes, if not mistake, something like this. Yeah, it's it's a very long movie, but uh, it's an origin. Yeah. Uh, story movie, but then it. I mean, I mean, even Spider Man itself took very long time just to get like into the Spider Man uh, um, costume at yeah. that point. Well, I mean, when you think about this, Sam Raimi did have his style, but I think that here I think it went to the overuse the style a lot because Angley, I think that yeah. he didn't have the style because you know, Sam Raimi knew how to use his style here. It's like, uh, I'm gonna do this style instead. It was more confusing that time because. This is when you compare the two of them. Sam Raimi knew how to use his style for the movie, and here it's like, I'm just going to use what style they to use it. And also, yeah. fa- I think, I, did, I don't know if you guys seen it, because I'm, Angley did the mock-up for Hulk, if you guys read about it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I remember when I was watching videos when the movie was coming out on TV, like, 
they were showing behind the scenes stuff. Ang Lee did the mocap for Hulk. It was like it's not in the oh. same room. It's like in a different room. In the mocap suit, he was doing it. And then they wouldn't complement mm. in, the, in the film. Yeah, it, it, it really liked... I mean, can, can we just at that point talk about CGI in general? Yes, we can talk um, about CG because... Yeah, yeah because... The word CG, if you want to say, really, it's the Hulk. I'm not talking about the Hulk. I mean, I mean, you really, really see, like, it. this is 2003 when, when this came out. Mm-hmm. Um, when did Lord of the Rings came Spider- out, the movie? What? what? When did the Lord of the Rings movies came, uh, come out? Uh, 2001 to 2003. Yeah. Um, it, so this this movie came out between Two Towers and Return of the King. Oh. Um, so because we had Gollum and the same time, I think yeah. we also had Scooby Doo, the the first movie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but 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 in it's general, like, um, like facial animation and <laughs> texturing um, was still like ways off what what they're right now, and. Uh, if you're looking at whenever he's in frame in in scene, it's it's either really really dark or when uh, he's like in daylight, it really stands out. Um, that's basically uh, the texture that that he has, just like flat green, without mm-hmm. any uh, like what you you would expect from a human face, like yeah. wrinkles and. Um, like hair and stuff like that, uh, you don't really see anything over there. It's just like blank. I mean, yeah, I just, just green. Make sure it loves to do CGI. We see it later, like in what's it, Life of Pi and what was the movie? Uh, Gemini Man. You know how much he loves to use CG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this was like an introduction to him. Like that's like his first time using full CG in a film. Because before that, he mostly had to rely on, you know, because Crouching Tiger hit a dragon, they relied on wires and etc. for for the action scenes. Yeah, and lots of lots of lots of in camera stuff, but they, they they explicitly said we are not going the um, uh, Lufrecto way. We are going yeah. like in a muscular version of it Eric Benner like kind of. It felt like I was watching Hercules because they say that Greek mythology was inspiration for this. Film because I feel like the made him look like a Greek figure Hulk instead of Eric Ban. If you notice him, he kind of looks like with the hair and the face. Mm. And also, I read something that this is actually the, the the tallest Hulk in the movie because he gets bigger the more yeah. angrier he gets. No, yeah, but he's just... also like whenever he's getting shot at, um, that that looks like that. Speaking about shooting, I mean, do you, do you see how he's having to like his body's like, why did he keep shooting? You yeah, see? and when they shot him, like it looked like it like flubbed off, like it, his skin was made like balloons, yeah. you know, it's like bounced yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, you think after after a while they would stop shooting him, and my favorite part was like when they shot down all the rocks on top of him, like well the missiles didn't kill him, but those rocks definitely took care of it, yeah. <laughs> so they just left. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, not not smart military people. I mean, military have uh, always been this type of air during this time. They always made them like not smart people. What was it? Uh, a God's, the, the drama, the Emmerich Godzilla movie. They always blow up a building in, in that film. <laughs> and what else? Oh, yeah. That was, that's actually a good movie. You know what? If we ever do Godzilla, we should have Andy V on. I think he, <laughs> that would be a good movie for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the 1996 Godzilla. 
And also, yeah. uh, speaking no, of... No, 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 98. 98. Yeah. They have, what's his name? Puff Daddy sing a song like he wants to fight Godzilla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come come with me. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a great song. Because this movie also has... Those, okay. Speaking about the uh, whole, uh, my, I also like the, how the fact that after he transforms, he goes back to his house. He uh, he opens the door. And he falls on the bed. Like he doesn't crash the door or anything. Yeah, it, the whole after the first Hulk situation, um, and he just like is at home. He was very. He was weirdly calm about the whole thing. Yeah, that's, that's when uh, Betty was asking about it. Yeah, because um, and because also yeah, because all that's where when you know Sam Elliott comes in, Spain and he starts investigating mm-hmm. him. It's like we had the nice person that you're following the same field as your dad, and he even tells like he met her, his dad, because he's been chasing him. And also I forgot to mention, but I also like that scene where he's uh, stalking him with the dogs sitting beside him, outside. <laughs> that was a funny scene. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, having Nick Nolte be the dad, I get why, because they want him to be, like, kind of insane. And it's funny but enough, this was just, actually... Remember the infamous photo he got arrested with It was because he grew his hair because of this film. <laughs> so I wouldn't be shocked if Hulk is the reason why he, he, he wanted to become all his drunk issues. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I just I, I couldn't take him seriously as like a threat because he was too Nick Nolte. Yeah. yeah. And very really creepy, especially when Betty go, Jennifer Connelly goes to to meet him. Yeah, goes to meet his, his house. His house is all in disarray. Yeah. So, so that's what actually the military said that we're gonna look over it because they want to arrest his dad because. And they think that he might be because they know that they didn't know that he turns into a hog. But see, we're gonna look over you because we suspect that he might be responsible for this. And that's where he sends the dogs to go after. Then Glenn Talbot comes and he starts fighting with Bruce, and Bruce turns into the hog. Yeah, and I like the fact and that I, he makes sure that the, the, his cars get damaged. <laughs> Did the neighbors got died when he kicked the, the car? Because he kicked the car into the neighbor's house, hog. They did a lot of shots where they purposely afterwards had like some people, like especially the military people, get out of the tanks and stuff like that to show that yeah. nope, they aren't dead. They're just they're, yeah. their their vehicle just got injured. Yeah. And they made sure there's a scene where okay, he's he's squeezing like get get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But like one of the times I thought he killed somebody was like uh, when he kicked Glenn Talbot and his yeah. body like crushed against the house. And his neck snapped. Like, you heard a snap or like, a bone breaking or something. And I like, got, oh, well, he's dead. Then a couple oh. scenes later, he's, nope, he's fine, but has a boot on. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it, 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 they're playing fast and loose with, like, how much damage he's actually doing to people. <laughs> yeah. And, and his, this is one of the funniest things in the film, Glenn. <laughs> The freeze frame and the fire. It's like, what the heck is going on? Oh, yeah. When they're, yeah, after they foam him, they, yeah, yeah so yeah, they eventually get. I mean, don't want to skip over, yeah, just the, the dog fight. That was ridiculous. Yeah. And was they got into the, the trees, like, like, catching tiger. Yeah. 
Because apparently yeah. that was like in one of the scripts did he grab this like oh he fights like apparently there was one script where he finds like giant insects but then that didn't that was not used so they said they went with dogs but there was another script with a dog so I went for the dog fight. Did did you did you also have the feeling like this 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 cabin where um he was going going to and where uh Betty was Kind of reminded me of the um, the the cabin that Bruce uh, um, Tony Stark was in Endgame. Um, in, oh. I think I see Tony that. Stark's cabin is bigger. I think it it, yeah. it reminded me st- uh, strongly of that. I mean, it's just weird that she was in a cabin at all. That's weird. this lone cabin in the middle of nowhere. Just, that was just a weird choice, but I guess that they didn't want to have to deal with any civil uh, civilians yeah. around the dogfight. Also, I also love the scene where he grabs her the hook, and then when he sees the dog, he opens the door, and then he shoves her in. <laughs> that was also... Uh, that yeah, was I don't know why she didn't leave, honestly, yeah, or like, drive her, like, somewhere. Because the guy was like, nope. Yeah, and then she does nothing. Yeah, she's mostly in the car. Like, she could... She, she could have, when the dog was on the car, she could have driven backwards away from it or tried to hit it with the car or anything. But nope, just just, just sat there. Yeah. And after this but fight... Yeah, like you're sick. Yeah, after this fight, she, the next day she calls her dad to come help because she's afraid of what he's going to become. That's where we mm-hmm. get, like, you know, them taking back to the base. And they're trying, you see, they find that he has, a, what's it called, a repressive memory? Yeah, repressed memory. Yes. They want him to remember, but but he can't. And they take him, and then there with the and then her father to Samuel tells her like you know Talbot. I mean he's screwed, and they acquire Bruce, and I can't have, I can't you know stop them. Now this is all under under him right now. They send her back, and then that's where Talbot you know he does the experiment, and we get the fast back where we find out that, oh yeah Bruce's dad killed killed his mom. Then he remembers. Yeah, which again, yeah that that or, I mean, seemed rush and the motivation of like now i have to kill bruce because they they stopped my experimentations yeah i wanted it, to cure him uh, because it, it was in him because the, because i know he has the same energy as i am and also we forgot to mention the the way when he infects himself that's like some good cg with the hands with the metal i actually did like that scene yeah when, that, that was more like like tra- uh, not transformers uh terminator 2 uh to, to some degree oh yes, yes. yeah that's and, why and um i also yeah, like coming back right yeah yeah uh, coming coming back to the uh, agents of shield connection um i i re- immediately when i watched it like two days ago i immediately thought like wait this is absorbing man right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they com- i read it they combined some character they combined absorbing with yeah. his dad because um of course, yeah. I don't know absorbing man now. He absorbs composed, uh, was it energies around him or just anything? Yeah, it basic, basically changes the composition and then becoming like the surface um, texture uh, yeah. that, that he's actually touching yeah. right now. So, um, like you're touching something metal, then you're becoming metal, yeah. um, stuff like that. Like I said, that metal effect when his hands. Inside. That was actually a good special effects scene. Uh, like a, yeah, his hand got all heavy and yeah. stuff, and had like actually pull it out, yeah. pull the fingers out. Yeah. yeah. 
of course, that, yeah, it, after that, we get the experimental part where, they, where he remembers the flashback, everything. And then Hulk, you know, we find out that uh, Talbot and his company, they're trying to strike, was it his DNA? Or in, because they wanted to use his Hulk's blood for experimentation, right? Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the classic, the government wants the DNA so you could make it's super not soldiers. It's and, like a medical uh, company who's in contact with the government, but... But it's the same. Yeah, either case. way, though. Yeah, exactly. So they wanted his DNA, and then lo and behold, you know, the Hulk smashes out of the, the tank that he's in. Yeah. And they can't stop him, and they end up foaming him, which I and think it, is hilarious. Yeah, Samuel just like, just leave it. It's not worth it. It's like, I told him, like, he, he died, and I told him. He's just like, locked down everything. And also, I love the part that, I don't know if you guys saw it, like, when he's been there, after Gwintel, but that's Hulk, you know, he escapes from the house and there's multi people coming to shooting at him non-stop you would expect like we mentioned that after the forming part where they were shooting at him they would do know that b- rifles do not work at him he actually hoped, yeah. you don't know if he knows that when he kicks like the wheel he's pushing to the people you are like that some people were on the wall <laughs> the spider monkeys <laughs> climb did you notice that no i didn't but i actually was like wait that's the guy what is he doing it's very you know, childish the way he's climbing on the wall <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh and uh that's wild yeah 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 and then yeah after yeah after he escapes we have the whole hulk versus tanks and hulk versus uh okay. helicopters yeah because where i i don't know how far hulk can jump but it changes with each jump sometimes he'll jump like a hundred a hundred yards it and other times he'll jump and just like flo- yeah he'll float in the air for like a mile <laughs> Yeah, he's more like like super Superman jumping stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I actually enjoyed the um. That, that, enjoyed that, strong word. This but like, sequence it, it, was looked at it's good, especially with the helicopter with with the shooting. I mean, he's walking, running. I mean, that's always a good scene. Yeah. Yeah, and I liked how he uh, was yeah running across and dodging the missiles. Yeah. Bit the missile. <laughs> he threw. Bit it back at the at the helicopter but again the helicopter didn't explode no. now the people in the helicopter are dead the helicopter just mm-hmm. went down yeah and after that that's when the rocket and this crash and then but he escapes they go to mm-hmm. were they the whole time in sf the movie because i think but yeah later he he walks to san francisco then later no, because um uh, yeah is yeah there, they, they end up in san francisco where's there was the military base because there's a, I don't know, is there a desert in San Francisco? No, it might have been like in Nevada, because that's where they did some um, yeah. nuclear testing back in the day. So I'm, I'm assuming that's yeah. what it was. How far is Nevada and uh, San Francisco, do you think? Uh, 20 Hulk jumps. Maybe. No, I'll tell you <laughs> with you. Uh, I like that's that it, if he right. actually he lands on top of the, what's it, that, the Golden State Bridge. Now, mm-hmm. did, so... When he gets the Golden Gate Bridge, it is very, very, uh, like foggy. Yeah. Do you think they added that CGN, or do you think that when they're filming, it just I happened to be really be foggy that day? Okay, that's kind of what I figured too. But I, I thought I'm like, man, they probably had to film in San Francisco, and it just happened to be really foggy that day. I don't know because, but I feel like there might have been CG because maybe they don't want to, you know. They have to, the city or something, they want to save money. Because, 
the budget how much is the film's budget is it 100 million 137 million 37 million uh, what was the incredible Hulk's Fox... budget this the reboot uh With the Edward reboot. Norton? Just good question because 137 uh, that's that's a big budget especially back then basically yeah. basically the same it was also 137.5 up until think, 150 million. I think I like the Hulk like design in this film more than the Incredible Hulk. What about you guys? It, it, yeah, yeah. This this one is more uh, brighter green. Uh, yeah, I know people had issue with him being very bright green. Yeah, uh, the the Incredible Hulk is a little bit more darkish green, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, but the Incredible Hulk also has like actual texture on it, which yeah feels better yeah. but I, honestly yeah. honestly i i was expecting to hate this hulk like the the characterization of the hulk and you get used to the bright green very quickly yeah, yeah. like it, it's, it's it was exactly it did not take me out like i said we already seen the worst cg that goes to the dogs <laughs> like yeah yes. that's oh. the worst thing <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah those dogs were were terrible and of course uh, that's where we also got the the jet fighters like where he takes him up to the sky, and we never find out what happened to the jet fire, right? <laughs> no, and I want, I'm glad you brought that up because I, the jet fighter, definitely passed out yeah. going that high, and <laughs> yeah. jet just disappears like nothing happened to it. There's no confirmation that he survived or that anything like that happened. But um, yeah, it did jet, jet fighter. That jet fighter is definitely dead. Yeah. And I, that's actually on Samuel because he tells him to go up in the sky. And if he says, I can't do it, and he tells him, look, continue doing it. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, that's not, a, I, I understand the logic behind that idea. But yeah, take him to the sky and see how he deals with the, you know, the atmosphere up there. At any point, the Hulk could have jumped off. At any point. <laughs> I mean, uh, Well, I mean, he only jumped like... up because he was about to crash on the the bridge and it's, Hulk jumped yeah. in to save them. Yeah, Hulk actually saved the guy initially, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but the only heroic thing he did I mean, is in the film, I think. Unless you count him I saving mean, also yeah. Barry. Yeah. I mean, in retrospect, it's uh, similar to what's happening in the Iron Man movie in the first one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. When they're flying home and uh, Iron Monger also like, uh, tries to follow him and the... Uh, Tony Stark version of the Iron Man suit is basically better equipped mm. for these kinds of scenarios. And um, yeah. it's basically a game of like who falls down first. And um, yeah. 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 Because also because in the Iron Man, he, he finds out how to solve the solution for him. Because, in the, because we see in the film, like he, his suit gets frozen. And it's like, oh, it's something he forgot to calculate. Yeah, it's definitely done better in Iron Man. But I wonder. I wonder. I also wonder if they got the idea from the whole accord. They just. I mean, Feige was an executive producer because he he was an executive yeah. on this movie and the X Men and Spider Man. Like, he saw like how they handled it before he started overseeing the movies with Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. So, and also, like we mentioned, some of the writers, of, in fact, that worked on these previous movies, went would go on to write another movies for the MCU. Zach Penn was one of them, like Kai mentioned. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I okay, yeah, so- I, I think it's funny. Like after the Hulk, yeah, fell off the jet into the water, and they're shooting the water. I mean, with people missiles. are on the sea. Are doing not question what's going on? There's no warning, yeah. evacuation stuff. Yeah. Like, and then somehow Hulk got like into the 
into the uh, sewers, like crunching the the street open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the cars, like they're dominoes <laughs> under the cliff. They're falling nonstop. <laughs> and of course, yeah. you know, Betty tells her dad, "Look, I can't calm him down." So he moves, he sees her, he starts calming down, and they arrest mm-hmm. him, and they bring him to, to talk with his father. And there you find out yeah. that the only reason he wants to meet is because he wants to take his power and absorb it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, and, the worst father. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 this 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 scene uh, in, in the that, end. That scene with him talking it felt like someone took filmed it from like a stage play, like two. Pieces. Yeah, I, that's what I it had, felt I like. I had the exact same thing. I had the exact same thing. It's, yeah. It looks more like a stage uh, a theater play at that yeah. point. Yeah. Even the way they they yeah. were acting and they're talking, the echo, everything feels like it's, it's been shot on a stage. Mm. Yeah. And when I say stage, I'm talking and about like, like a stage the theater, not, the, not like a mean stage production. Maybe they just show it, but you, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Oh, you were but talking? yeah, no, you're right, Kai. The, the, the editing also just like it, it, it shot it like because everybody was watching it from a distance as if it was mm. a, like they had terrible seats at a, at a staged show. Yeah. And also, I like that the monitors like they can hear them very clearly what he what he's saying. How was it? Yeah, and we had some. What is it? They had to stop them. I don't know if the the military microphones are that good. Apparently, they're the best. Yeah. Yes. All right. And then. Um, what is that there when you see him like he started like, absorbing the electricity and then and then he kidnaps the Hulk and then they start fighting in the sky in the cloud that was a very yeah weird... how how the dad just like absorbs water absorbs uh, gas rock. like all, all of that uh, energy also well yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning basically yeah, well, it, his name it, is absorb, point, him absorb everything yeah i mean at, at, at some point i was i was thinking more like oh he's looking like electro at that point yeah uh, i mean yeah they they made him absorbing man but they really didn't do much with it yeah like he absorbed a lot of stuff at, at the end here but it still seemed like, like the whole had bad, it say, out of control we need a, a big bad fighting sequence like I don't know because I think Absorbent was one. Of, it was in one of the scripts he had. It's like, oh, let's see. What do we have? Oh, we have Absorbent. Fine, we'll take this Absorbent. We'll have him fight him with Bruce because that's what the mm-hmm. Angry and James Sheamus did. Like, they had the scripts like multiple. It's like we're gonna rewrite it from all this. Basically, they Frankenstein the movie. But, but 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 think, thinking about it, I mean, in in the Incredible Hulk movie, then later on you're you're getting Abomination. I think this would, this would have been like the the most obvious choice here, uh, because basically you're fighting yourself at that point, yeah. And yeah. Um, because like his father has like the similar experiments that he actually got himself. That's what they did in so, the video game uh, for for the movie Hulk because he fights multiple people who are just like the Hulk. Right. Yeah, but but getting like absorbing men is, does not really like make logistical sense here no especially since they have the very similar dna being you know father and son they should have a similar reaction to (laughs) to the gamma radiation exactly so in in hindsight i I would have like seen better like uh abomination at the point but 
The Gherkin yeah. Mesa, they could have made him abominations that we could fight him. Maybe not make him look like a Maybe have him look like a more disfigured, maybe, version of the Hulk. Like, yeah, what was I mean, it? The Joker Hulk from when Arkham Asylum. You know how he looked? Maybe you can make him something like this. That could have been a great look yeah. for that. Yeah, like, but yeah, maybe the dad got like some Hulk powers as well when he got exposed. Mm. But he's not as strong because he injected himself with this stuff, whereas Bruce is naturally born with it because of his dad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that would have made a lot more sense. Um, but a lot of this movie didn't make sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like he turns into a giant bubble that after absorbing Bruce's power, and then he gets blown mm-hmm. up. They think that Bruce is uh, dead, but if I know he's alive, he's in South America curing the the people. And then the cartel came, and then he tells them that to not make him angry in Spanish. They won't like him when he's angry. Yeah. And, then, and also, I love yeah. the fact that the, it... the, the, the chameleon on, on his on his head turns green when he uh, slowly is about to turn the Hulk. Yeah, the beard that was on Eric Bana, I don't yeah. think that's his actual facial hair because it did not have... match. <laughs> At all, yeah. that looked really, really fake. And yeah. That ending is funny enough. Feels very Men in Black. Like the first movie's ending. It's also mm. Danny Elfman also scored the movie. That's why if you listen to it, it sounds very similar, like mm. the ending of Men in Black. It did. I didn't mention mm. it. Yeah. But yeah. but the, the the funny thing is like uh, even even though um, the Incredible Hulk is basically some kind of reboot. Yeah. Uh, it's also like a soft reboot and and also like that's where this movie ends basically yeah. and uh mm-hmm. so it's it's very interesting to see like well the incredible hulk uh, did the right move which is like you know we're not going to do original so we do the original on the flashback in the opening credit you see yeah. him turn into the hulk yeah. and then you understand why he they did a bad yeah i mean that flashback did a bad I mean, job explaining his origin than this movie yeah i mean i mean theoretically you you could have said that the incredible hulk is a direct sequel to this movie more yeah. direct sequel to the TV show because the way he turns is, is like this. Yeah, but 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 you could have like if if you don't have like the initial um, montage in the beginning of the movie, yeah. uh, you could really well like say everything that that was happening in the in the original Hulk movie is basically canon to this movie. Um, but um, I mean, it's it's okay, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea to have yeah the Incredible Hulk have him be in South America and just kind of continue on this. It's like he was in Brazil. Because in the that's all you need. For, uh, the Incredible Hulk. Because yeah. I remember right. right now. Because, But if I'm not mistaken, Brazil, they speak Portuguese and in this movie he speaks nothing Spanish, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I don't know. I, I assume it's Spanish, but actually I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. yeah, this movie was long yeah it definitely was honestly i think if if the the pace was a bit quicker like like with the scenes themselves it wouldn't be a terrible movie i'm not gonna say i might say it's a terrible movie but like yeah it's not as the worst of the other movies we've seen a lot but yeah yeah i I think i think i think coming back to saying like this movie it's not really it's not really a fun movie it's it's yeah. very internal it's very like heavy on the themes uh you've like uh the tension between him and his father like stuff that he with his, his repressed memory and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh also the stuff that he goes with with like betty 
um, there's a lot of subtext in there. And and coming back to the um, comparison to the the comic book movies that you would have at the early 2000s, you would have yeah. like the X-Men, you would have this, yeah. this, the, the original Spider-Man movie. Those were fun movies where you had some kind of like mm -hmm. in-jokes, um, quirky uh, messages, stuff like that, and um, um, actually being fun. Uh, and if if you if you have a hero like Spider Man, you really want to be Spider Man. If if you are in in the um, in the viewing seats, and you really think like, oh, I could be Peter Parker. I want to be Peter Parker. And when you're sitting in this movie, I say I don't really want to be Bruce Banner. I think nobody because, wants to be the uh, Hulk because it's the, it's not it's like come on if you look at his stories. In the yeah, car, it's, both, it's, it's more of a curse I mean, to him, like, and he wants to get rid of it. Yeah, it's, yes, it's but at the same time, the Hulk should be a fun, should be a fun character, yeah. smashing stuff, and like that's the dichotomy of being a genius on one hand. It's Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, really. Exactly. I think that's what it is with the TV. Do you think they're trying to make it more in terms of the TV show because that's what most of the public know. It's like a guy who's on the run; he doesn't want to be the Hulk. He wants to get rid of it. That's what the positive TV show, right? Uh, yes. He is basically walking around through the entire uh, U.S. and just he's being adrift, more or less. Yeah. And then he's basically again um, coming into one town, seeing some bad guys, turns mm -hmm. green, kills them, uh, beats the hell out of yeah. them, and then walks to the next uh, town. That's basically the show, um, and it's actually great at that. Yeah. And um, yeah. and here it's. Yeah, it's it's really really depressing if you think about it. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think you nailed it, guy. This movie is just not fun. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is because it's not fun because and there's like because you want to see a giant called fighting creatures like stuff. I think that's what people want to see when they see the thing of the Hulk, but they didn't go. And, and I and I think in in hindsight, if you're thinking about like what would be the next iteration of it. I mean, you could go with Eric Banner at that point, um, making it a little bit more fun, making, uh, giving him more stuff to do, some funny jokes, for example, that he could, some quips that he could get. Um, but um, eventually they went for Edward Norton. And I think in hindsight, this, this was a very deliberate choice because he just came off uh, Fight Club at that time. Uh, I think they really went It was a good film, but it was not a box office. Uh, it was, yeah, but but the the vibe of it, it's basically yeah. the same. He's basically and he got, got cult status, also. Yeah. yeah, not not only that, but uh, the main. Okay, spoilers for for uh, a movie that has been a cult movie that has been released twenty four years ago. Uh, it's a split personality story, yeah. and mm -hmm. uh, he has some quips over there. Um, He's basically beating himself up uh, in, in a way, uh, just like if you if you could think of like Edward Norton is at, at this movie uh, in Fight Club, uh, he's basically the the Bruce Banner character, and um, Brad Pitt is basically the Hulk um, in in this kind of thing. So at that point, I, I see the, the choice games saying like if if you're going into this kind of psychological drama, you go for Edward Norton, but. Uh, yeah. Also, Edward Norton, then... like you mentioned, he loves the Hulk, especially the TV show. 
And he, apparently, part of it, they wanted him for this movie, and he, he didn't like the script. He said, no, I'm not doing it. Hmm. And then he, he got the Incredible Hulk. And then yeah. he, I think he, and then he, he got in a clash with Marvel direction about the story, and he left. They brought Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. They, they also had, like, other guys uh, uh, in line. It's, it's a very interesting interesting uh, uh, lineup there. They had... They were considering Johnny Depp at some point, Steve, Steve Buscemi, David Duchovny, Jeff Goldblum, uh, also Tom fly? Cruise for some kind. Did I feel like Tom Cruise is, is always considered. Yeah. I mean, right now there's a rumor uh, that he's being out for a DC film, Tom Cruise. There's just a what? rumor. It's just a rumor going around. Some some website are not just releasing it, and people are going with it. It's nothing concrete in about it. Yeah, yeah. Like one time there was a room article saying that DC before I think what was it? When they were reconstructing after Justice League, like they were eyeing Michael Bay to direct a Lobo movie. Oof. Yeah. Still <laughs> hoping for Michael Rosenbaum to reappear as um, Lex Luthor, but that's yeah. just me right now. <laughs> And apparently, if you saw what he said, like he said, he's gonna make him more accurate, like he's a more fatherly. He said that he likes uh, Gene Hackman in Superman, but he said he felt like he's a little bit goofy. He said, I wanna make him like a threat, yeah. like yeah. Luther. Sounds yeah. like he wants to go with right. the animated series route, what they did with Clancy Brown. Because I think it's the right. best portrait of Luther. I really enjoyed that one, yeah. Um, yeah. I think um, Rosenbaum must be like the closest to, to live action, the best. Portray of Luther on yeah, he's he's the best live action version. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, let's say about Jesse Eisenberg, the better. I mean, and it's not the actors for the actually the material they gave him. Yeah, yeah, we got a better Lex Luthor from him in the social network than than uh, the Justice uh, the Batman v Superman movie. So you know what's the rumors about who do you think is eyeing for Lex Luthor, James Gunn? Oh. Uh, well, they say that he he wants to get something. He might go with what Richard Donner did, get an unknown for Superman, but get a name for the rest of the cast of most notably Lex Luthor. Because they got Gene Hackman and then they got Christopher Reeve. I think they're saying he's eyeing, what's his name? Uh, Bradley Cooper for for Lex Luthor. Bradley Cooper. That's just a rumor right now. But it's not very accurate. Because they say that he's, they say that he might mm-hmm. get one of the actors from the Guardians film to to be in the film. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Might, when is Comic Con is happening? Uh, is it next month? July next month. Yeah. July. So we might get an announcement by Comic Con, and I think he because Father's Day, which we're having it uh, tomorrow, right? Is this week Father's oh. Day, right? Yeah, this uh, Sunday. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, uh, but that's what he said. He's gonna start auditioning, like meeting people. So expect maybe by Comic Con we might hear an announcement who's playing Superman and Lois. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I've, I've already got the Batman announcement that maybe, maybe Batman Brave maybe and the Bull was named Andy Muschietti who did it. What did he say? This is. It could also be a little bit too early because uh, remember when they MCU announced. Like the uh, phase three, when the heavy rumors were saying like Benedict Cumberbatch was like playing Doctor Strange, and um, well, they so originally wanted Joaquin basically Phoenix. Basically, 
Yeah, but but they basically already locked him in, but they they had some like contract negotiations until mm. like everything was finalized. I think uh, if they would be starting like contract negotiations, or I think he might already right now, James Gunn. Maybe he already met with some people, but now I think now I think it's final negotiation um, auditions right now. Maybe he said by Father's Day, because he yeah. said I think the movie is coming out the same day. I think his father's birthday, and James Gunn mentioned the the, the Superman movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it it would be nice if, if this would be ready by um, Comic-Con, um, but I, I personally I could also like... Also, we don't know if it's going to be Comic-Con like, because uh, now with the writer's York... strike that's happening. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's also like New York Comic-Con where you could drop something like that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, all right, um... Did we, did we give what our final score for for Angley's Hawk? Not yet. Oh. <laughs> you guys want to begin first? Why do you want me to begin? What's the score out of? Uh, uh, it used to be like I, go, well, I would go redeemable and redeemable, but for this film, like I, I don't know. I mean, it's not it's, like a worse, worse, but it's more of a boring film. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say slightly redeemable. But yeah, a low redemption. Not enough. That, that's what we'll say. A low redemption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, How about you, Kai? I, I, I would be saying like historically, it's a important movie, mm-hmm. but it's not. Again, as as we said before, it's not a fun movie. It's not. Um, yeah. It's it's really like, um, long scenes and long scenes and long scenes and heavy heavy on the themes. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe it's a little bit too heavy on on the themes here and there, so um, I also would be saying like slightly redeemable. At that point. Yeah. yeah, it's not one of the most terrible things. I mean, if I had to score, it, I might give it maybe a, out of ten, maybe a six or a five or five yeah, or six. Yeah, I would be like also this. like yeah. it's in the, the middle of the room. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, it's not what was that now. Because there have been some movies I was like, I'm not going to review them again. What was it? The Dungeon and Dragon, the first one. That's a movie that's not worth <laughs> I, talking or revisiting. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I would have I would have gone for that, but because I haven't seen the first one, but... Yeah, watch the second one instead. As, 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 as a... As a uh, someone who has lots of Dungeons and Dragons books, like, yeah. The, mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw it only once. I think recently I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not reviewing this. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. This. this might be actually as bad as the Love Guru two movies, but if I had to pick, I'd pick the Love Guru over this because at least there were some stupid moments of Love Guru that made me laugh. <laughs> but being Kingsley does in that film, it's like, okay, man, how the hell are you desperate for money to do this stuff? <laughs> oh, this is also for Andy because I know he loves the Love Guru. Uh, for okay. the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. And he's waiting for that because you know how much I hate that movie. <laughs> yeah. Ever seen it? Uh, it's better for you not see it, trust me. I figured. Yeah, it's better to watch Cat in the Hat over this, Love Guru. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's it uh, for today's episode. I mean, we said no, Morgan. I would recommend people to make sure to listen to our first 30 minutes with guys saying the most important stuff and more fun than the actual movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, guys, what Kai said is very important about reservations and stuff. That's actually people, I think, all should care of a budget with movies. Like, we're going to lose stuff if we, if we do not actually save them. Yeah. Especially now, yeah. like you mentioned, mm-hmm. streaming stuff. That's why a lot of people now are yeah. not just, you know, striking and because they're getting rid of their streaming yeah, service. There's no physical copy. You can't have them, etc. Yeah. Especially, especially mm. if you think about it, like mm. uh, we're losing more and more like the original raw material due to age yeah. and due to storage. Um, it's the same thing with video games; like they're going more digital. And so that's why a lot of people were not happy with Alan Wake Two's announcement only being that. only digital. We was like, well, what about the physical copy? What if something happens? Like, how are we going to preserve yeah, it's, it's, this? It's, and... it's, it's, not, it's not only that; it's it's also like some games are being locked into one generation, for example. Yeah, the cell from the mobile. No, uh, no, just yeah. like the PS3, PS3 games, yes. just like mm-hmm. uh, because of the architecture of like how the PS3 was developed yeah. compared to what the PS4 and the PS5 are, uh, which are basically on the on a PC That's engine. That's actually my bummer. I and... wish they did define a solution because PS3 has some awesome games. I want to revisit them again. And sadly, my yeah. PS3 actually—I don't know if I told you guys—it stopped working years ago, and I can't play it. But yeah, but the thing right. is, like they have some kind of workaround, so you don't. You need really cloud. Have to that's why, like unfortunately, the... cloud's not available in all the countries. Yeah, yeah. That's the bad situation at that point. But Basically, push people for, for preservation. People try to reserve all the all the things, media around it. I mean, even if it's Actually, the love guru, even if it's bad, but at least reserve it so people can know how bad it is. Um. <laughs> Actually, yesterday of. The day before yesterday, um, I actually got a Kickstarter back, um, and uh, I was I was um, funding something called Fifty Years of Text Adventures, and that there was basically like what was happening like in the seventies, in the eighties, in the nineties, up until like <laughs> the last decade, um, how text adventures have been changed. And you look at back uh, what's happening in the seventies and eighties. Uh, lots of them are actually like the code is is available, so you can like mm. get the thing, try to compile it on your your setup and uh, try to run it then, um, or emulate it. So if, even though um, it's it's really difficult like to get it running, you can run it actually. So, yeah. So this is actually good. All right. Mm-hmm. So I think this, we should end it right now because we're about to reach two hours long. I think I'll be about to reach the same length of the movie. But I think we should end it. Uh, so Kai, uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on um, Instagram, Twitter, and stuff like that at avo underscore credit. Yeah, and, and Lee, where people can find you? Same, all social media, at Lee Polero. And me, you can find me at yes 300 pro for all the you know podcast information on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. The Yasmin 300 on Twitter. For some reason, Twitter's locked my old account. And uh, forget what? it. What? That happened a long time ago. Since day one of the podcast, I've been saying it. Ah oh, crap. Yeah, that's before even Elon Musk came and bought it. But now that's in the story. <clears throat> so, if, if, so until then, uh, thanks guys for listening and watching or whatever you guys are doing. To, and uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, wherever you are, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and um, what else is there? Google Podcasts, all that, all the other streaming services you can watch. Why did I say streaming services? I meant to say podcast services. Uh, give us a like, review us, give us more views that, that we can get more attention to this episode, more people can join us, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Yeah.